0: Lives with a song so you can sing along with my special guest star two for two You like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance Explores musicals for you Hello, everyone welcome back to another episode of life's but a song a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals i'm your host john and with me today are two very special returning guests they came on with a very great episode and now we're hoping this is going to be another great episode they're the hosts of the two salty broads podcast it's Lindsay and sapita everyone hey! i didn't fuck up her name oh uh, uh, yeah uh. right
1: Oh, oh yeah, you've been practicing. <laughs> I have. <laughs> In the I literally before, have, like,
0: like li- editing, editing the Hunchback episode. I'm just like. Cepeda,
2: cepeda. Did you have a voodoo doll too? Were you like, Sapita? Sapita? That's what I do. That's how I learned her name. Cepeda, yeah, cepeda,
0: cepeda. I'm hitting the back of my hand. Sapita, Sapita,
1: Sapita. You know, if you say my name 10 times while looking in a mirror, maybe, maybe I will appear. She's going to show up in your bathroom. And I will. Like a dump. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I'll leave it there. It'll be like just the yeah, flush. He <laughs> clogs your toilet and leaves.
0: <laughs> well, but hopefully you'll stay so we can watch today's topic, which is gentlemen prefer blondes. You like that? Yes. second? I tried. I tried so hard. You
1: did. You <laughs> did. It was good. No, because there's, there's no flushing in this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it the movie came out in 1953. The screenplay was written by Charles letterer i don't know how to pronounce his last it's name okay not you, you had
1: to mess up one person's name and as long as it wasn't mine i'm fine with it
0: <laughs> don't offend the guests well i've learned that lesson uh the music is by Jules stein lyrics by leo robin directed by howard hawks and according to imdb showgirls lorelei lee and dorothy shaw Travel to Paris, pursued by a private detective hired by the suspicious father of Laura Lorelei's fiance, as well as a rich, enamored old man and many other doing doting admirers. I really am bad at reading tonight.
1: It's 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 <laughs> late for you. It's okay. We it's we, we give ourselves grace. Nighttime do. podcast. Episodes, we do which is so. Our-
0: I went on a journey with this because at first, I know you said gentlemen prefer blondes, but in my brain, I went to Some Like It Hot. Oh. And as People I was like, scared. as I was like starting to like get things together, I was just like, "But well, wait, where's Jack Lemon in all this? Where's the, <laughs> the drag <laughs> aspect? And I was like, oh no, I, I've never seen this movie before today. And I'm so happy.
1: Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> glad that you got to watch it.
0: I was laughing my ass off at mm-hmm. this movie with this movie like not yeah. at it but you know what I mean like yeah jokes were great you know? what's really great about this is that the story is layered in a way like it's two women lead two women are the leads right mm-hmm. Um, both of them are very strong willed in their own ways and this is 1953 <laughs> like um, they're saying things like we don't need men. Marilyn has the the whole like her whole spiel is like I'm a gold digger and I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed of it.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I really think this movie should be called How to Get a Man's Money in Ten Minutes or Less.
2: You're right? She well, says fifteen thousand
1: dollars. She says that'll take an hour and a
0: half. <laughs> 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 uh, leave with
1: your father for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is also this podcast's first Marilyn Monroe movie. So welcome to the really? pod, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, actually. Well, I'm I am too.
1: A lot of musicals though. I mean, so would you consider Some Like It Hot a musical? Because there's music in it, but there's not really, it's not really a musical if, if memory serves.
0: I can't, I honestly, I don't remember. I know that they're an all women band and that's how, the two guys mm-hmm. are in disguise and everything, and like I do, ha- re- I have vague recollections of Marilyn Monroe playing a ukulele on a train. Yes, and that's all I remember of that movie.
1: <laughs> well, the 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 dress and drag too is it a- right? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's that's the important thing because they're yeah.
0: running from mobsters or something. Anyway, that's not this movie. No, we're, no, no. we're here to talk about Gentlemen Before Blondes, which yeah. do you think that? That's a good title for this
1: movie. No, um, I think that I don't even know how the movie got its name, though, because Jane Russell was supposed to be the um, she was paid more than Marilyn Monroe, yes. and she was supposed to be, I guess, more of a title character. I guess Marilyn is uh, quoted as saying something like, "Well, you know, she might be the title character, but I'm the blonde." Right, but I well, something I was happened a- though, like
0: they they got along great too from what i read on imdb trivia like to the point where i don't want to step on this this judy soapbox again but i'm gonna have to where obviously at this time period marilyn monroe was like being forced to take all these pills and things which Mm -hmm. created her you know body chemistry to be wackadoodle and everything and so Mm -hmm. Jade Russell actually would have to go get her out of her trailer and coax her to uh, back onto set, and she was like the only one who could. Yeah, but like
1: great relationship.
0: You you could tell that they were great together. They like, and apparently this is the only movie they've done together.
1: Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: Well, you were also asking how this movie got its title. I did some research for once. (laughs) So 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 so. Not only are there two stage versions of this but there's a book. The book came the novel came first. It's called Gentlemen Prefer Blondes: The Intimate Diary of a Professional Lady, written by Anita Lose? Lose? L-O-O-S. Lose. Loose, Lowe's? L O O S. Lowe's. Loose? Loose. Cool. Uh, it was <laughs> I mean, it
1: released. Really nice.
0: It was published in the novel was published in 1925 and it was actually originally a series of sketches in Harper's Bazaar that um, Anita drew and wrote the captions and everything. Uh, And Laura, if it's more like Lorelai is the main character. In this movie, I felt like it was more Dorothy's story than Lorelai.
1: Kind of. I mean, I think they had two separate storylines right one is about finding love which we normally attribute to the main character the main storyline but then I feel like Marilyn's storyline was also just as important really it was just kind of her
0: it also felt like Jane Russell also had more screen time but I could be but like yeah but Marilyn had more songs so I'm still very confused if it's like a dual lead or one of them because and and sapita like you said jane russell was paid more she so. was yeah and she was more of a i think she was a bigger actress at the time than yeah. marilyn monroe
1: i think marilyn was only in her like mid to late 20s during the filming of this movie My so god
0: uh Dude. but I also tease you that there are two stage versions of it. There is the "Gentlemen Prefer Blondes mm-hmm. musical. Um, it came out in 1949, starring the one and only Carol Channing. And then yeah. in 1974, there was a, another musical called Lorelei, also starring Carol Channing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: Did Carol Channing, did she only play Lorelai or did she play... Uh, Dorothy.
0: She played Lorelei in both musicals. Okay,
1: both musicals. Okay.
0: Um and Jules Stein also wrote the music for the Mm -hmm. mus the uh gentlemen Prefer blondes musical and the Lorelei musical. Um Adolph Green and Betty Comden wrote the lyrics for Lorelei. Uh, Um they they've been on this podcast a lot. You probably see their names if you watch old class like classic Hollywood movies. Yeah. Those names sound familiar to you, Lindsay?
2: Um, that was me just like nodding like I'm American oh. <laughs> uh, like, like i I mean, like I watch a lot of old Hollywood movies, but I don't I can't they, think of I don't anything go, oh, yeah, that guy, I love that guy, like
0: I know their names because obviously doing this, and
2: sure, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: but I can't tell you right off the right off the top of my head what they've done, but they've done a lot, let's put it that way
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, like this oh god, this is a i it's so. It was so funny, and it was just like the perfect thing I needed today. You know,
1: <laughs> no, I no, I totally get that. It's mm-hmm. it's like that witty humor that you can only find in old movies,
0: and it's like not too screwbally comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it it felt like you know, like a wit, more wit, and more,
1: little like quippy back and yes. forth. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. And like, there was some good, like, phys- uh, visual humor, like when, um oh, crap, what was his name? I want to make sure I say it. Spofford? Spofford the third, whatever his name uh, is. Oh, the little boy. The little boy. Like, that punchline was so funny. <laughs> I think I laughed for like he the rest said, of the I can scene.
1: appreciate a, a nice looking girl or something.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Dorothy looks at Lorelai like how am I doing doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) like uh, this movie's great and like what I also really appreciated and I could spend the next like four months dissecting and talking about it is Marilyn Monroe's performance in this where like it felt like this informed her real life character in a way but like like she's playing the dumb blonde trope but really she's
2: she's actually kind of smart yeah and
0: manipulating everyone
2: yeah totally Mm -hmm. she knows what she's doing Mm -hmm. but she's really good at not letting you know that she knows what she's doing
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah One of the things that I tell everyone about Marilyn Monroe, because everyone kind of thinks of Marilyn Monroe as the sex symbol who was in seven year itch, maybe like that's how they know her. Or maybe from the one scene from this film, which I'm sure we're going to dissect the the famous uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend number. Yes. But like, she was so funny and like, I think that like, it's, it's missed out, you know, I think the sex symbol of Marilyn overshadows, maybe, how funny she was as an actress. I, You see it in, you know, Seven Year Itch, obviously. You see it in this film. If you've ever seen uh, How to Marry a Millionaire, uh, highly recommend that one too because she's hilarious in all I'm, of these films.
0: I need to go through her filmography. Like, it... it she... It, what she was saying was so, like, oh my God, this is so profound. And you, you have to remember, like, we're in 1953. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think... This movie is so horny, and I don't think any other movie was this horny in
2: 1953. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> like,
0: they are horny, and they're not hiding yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and
1: they're also not ashamed for it.
0: No, but like everyone's horny. Like yeah. it's it's not just the men who are ogling oh. and mouthwatering. Like
2: Dorothy's like got ten men in her room. Yeah, and she says, "Well, I'm not sharing." <laughs>
0: The song, Ain't There Anyone Here for Love?
2: That song is, that's sharp and all, I know we're going to talk about this later, but it's sharp in all caps.
0: I, mean, <laughs> I I also was just like, I don't know who's m- more horny, her or me, with this <laughs> scene.
2: We both are. Oh my God.
0: But like, the ending, the button of the of it, is she. she's thrown into a pool, so she literally got wet during December, yeah. around the olympic team yeah
1: yeah the u.s olympic team <laughs> did, did you know that that was actually an accident too someone accidentally ran into her and she fell in
0: somebody told me that but i mean i was just like this it, it can't be like it can't be an accident yeah. it's too perfect it's too so like, perfect
1: it totally it, it it is because it seems a little off too right like you're watching it and she's got she's the classy one and they're all working out. Why would she get thrown into the pool and he ran she, into to
3: her. Get yeah. wet?
1: <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Because
0: <laughs> she's basically singing, I'm horny, let's gangbang. But then yes. she gets wet at the end. Not even just wet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um do we want to get into Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend? Let's, I mean.
1: We can rip off that band-aid. She's got a lot to say about that. Do I? Diamonds I mean, Are a Girl's Best actor, Friend? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know.
0: Well, I before we do that, I do want to drop a little nugget of information, uh, a fun fact that wow. you probably <laughs> read on IMDb already. But apparently Marnie Nixon, who's famous for like dubbing actresses in movies, she did um, Natalie Wood in uh West Side story she um and also Eliza Doolittle's character in My Fair Lady um she was reached out to be dubbed to dub Marilyn Monroe and she was just like no like listen to her voice like and her singing voice is still sexy and sultry and all that so mm-hmm. it goes but there's only one thing that she did and that's like the the nose at the beginning of Diamonds are a girl's best friend because they're very operatic and everything
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's it that's all I got but yes
1: <laughs> but, okay those nose seem so out of place too like but when yes. you hear her sing you're like yeah was that just the bit you just
0: <laughs> now I'm wondering <laughs> if that's how Carol Channing like if that, if that was still in the show when Carol Channing was singing it because Carol Channing's voice is, is deep is deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She probably did. She could do it. Carol could do it. She can do uh, anything. Okay. But I mean, so can Marilyn. Arguably. Although I know you have your opinions on the. I.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. Air, so the, air, the, air out your grievances. When all she I...
1: said this, I couldn't stop hearing it. Okay.
2: So all I'm going to say is like, I just think so. diamonds or girls, best friend, super iconic number. I don't think it's her strongest work. And I say this because we have the direct comparison of Jane Russell, right? And the reprise, reprise, whatever, is so strong Mm -hmm. to me. But so Marilyn's vocals, what I hear is I hear Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek.
0: Oh.
2: (laughs) And now that everybody's heard this, you can't unhear it.
0: (laughs) You know what? You're right. And then when Jane Russell... Acts uh, takes over Marilyn's character yeah. Lorelei at the trial. She, I don't know if it was actually her voice or if like Marilyn did dub her later on, but like that yeah. was perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say though, it is Jane Russell doing a Marilyn Monroe. Like
1: yeah, it's it sounds like Jane Russell, but I mean I love Jane Russell in I... this film, like.
0: She's great too. Like they're both great. And I'm I'm up I'm a little sad that like they never worked again after this. Cuz yeah. I feel like they could have done like like a, a trilogy of movies or something. Mm-hmm. Like not the same characters, but like, you know, like a Laurel and Hardy or like uh like a uh,
2: Ginger Rogers type of thing or Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like they like they worked so well together and like I'm also a little confused as to how these characters are friends, but I also don't really care. Because
2: they know, other, right? Yeah. right. You don't have to be the same to be friends.
1: And you know right. what, a blonde and a brunette can be friends. Yeah. Hello. <laughs>
3: Hello.
0: But but it's more so like
1: no, it's the personality,
0: right? So yeah, but like we're we're uh, it's the if I feel like we're like what one has, the other doesn't,
1: mm-hmm. in
0: a way. So they they complement each other very well but like maybe maybe they could have done like a prequel movie to like how they became friends or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they were just two little girls from Little Rock.
0: Mhm. <laughs> were they from Little Rock? <laughs> I know yeah. that's in the like song but <laughs> the like
1: <show> business, baby baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Makes but for like... a good story, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Marilyn uh Lorelai no. Yes, Lorelai is is a compulsive liar the whole movie. So like
1: Or is she just manipulating men?
0: You she know. is manipulating men.
1: You can be both. You can be lying to people to manipulate. I know, them. but the thing is, I think she loves the her love interest person. I think she genuinely does care for him, Daddy her Gus. Yeah, Daddy Gus. Oh, Gus. god. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> <Gus>. <laughs> daddy.
0: <laughs> I think I threw up a couple of times My when she favorite said that. Was when
1: she said Daddy,
2: and then the the actual father, <laughs> Gus's father, acknowledged. She's like, "Oh, I guess I should say son or whatever." Sonny. <laughs> yes honey like oh my god
0: (laughs) i my my last note that that i wrote in all caps is this movie is amazing like and (laughs) i've it it is (laughs) i i'm also a little confused too and maybe you can help me um and there's a scene where lorelei is talking oh is it to gus where, or no, she's talking to uh, Dorothy, being like, "People should uh, uh, sympathize me and blah blah blah, like where I had it rough and everything." And I was just like, "Did you
2: though?" Yeah, when she's she's fighting with Gus and she's about to go on stage to do Diamonds. With yes,
0: yes. Pity uh, me
2: for the things I've been through, like pity me or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: So are we supposed to sympathize with her? Because like, I mean, she's still a great character. I love I love her that she's like, you know what? I'm in it for the money. Fuck it. I don't care. But like that moment I was just like I, I it was a little off-putting I guess. Not flat-worthy but off- like I was just like
2: It's a little jarring because she doesn't- her character her character's charm is just that she's a gold digger and she's just this very clever, unapologetic. Yeah, play. yeah. But she doesn't develop. We don't know about her backstory. We don't know what she overcame or why she's a manipulator. Maybe those things are true, but you're you feel like you got this like character building piece of info so late in the game. You're like, well, do I care about this? Because I don't really know if I should, and I don't believe you. You know what I mean? I don't yeah,
0: know. yeah. And it's and it's like, I mean, she kind of. She kind of does manipulate Dorothy a little bit, but, like, not as bad as she does to the men in the movie. So I'm just like, I mean, I I have conflicting feelings for her as a character. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I I know people like her. So I think I can kind of, like... I think what, when it comes to Dorothy, everything comes with a good intention. She really does mm-hmm. want Dorothy to be set in life. She wants her to be happy and in her eyes you know maybe she grew up in poverty like you said she it doesn't say how she grew up but you know for her comfort and love are have to be tied to money so you know what she does say to Gus is uh you know i don't want a man who would who wouldn't trust me no matter what i might do and he like kind of calls her out on it like what like that doesn't make any sense but
0: But Mm -hmm. also, she calls out the dad being like, What's different between what I'm doing? And then, if a man fought like marries a woman because he finds her pretty, or like if you had a daughter, wouldn't you want her to marry somebody who had money? Like, she's saying things that are very true, and we're still fighting to this day to like, because, like, I mean, maybe she's also a little bit of a sex worker, but like, I don't want to put that label on her,
1: right? But like, also, does it matter?
0: No, 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 but like, you know? you know, especially, but I'm trying to like relate it to yeah. modern times, which you, we can, and it's a movie called Hitch. Like where, have you, have you seen Hitch? Uh,
2: yeah, the Will, Will Smith, Smith. movie, right? right? Yeah,
0: where he, where he helps men mm-hmm. date women, like pick up women and everything. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, huh. And in that movie, we love Hitch. Hitch is mm-hmm. great. I mean, except for the, the um. Is it Eva Mendez, I think?
1: Yeah. The female lead.
0: Like, yeah. She's yeah. she doesn't like him because she sees through his bullshit. But it's just yeah. like every everyone like we're supposed to love Hitch in that movie. So like why why can't people in the in Gentlemen for Blondes universe love Marilyn Monroe for being like, oh. listen, I just I do want money, yes, but like mm-hmm. I mean, what's so wrong about wanting money? Everyone wants money.
1: Yeah true it's it's true i mean at a certain point you have to realize what's important to you and a spouse and if they are okay with you you know you know it's important to you that they have money then two consenting adults but i mean using another movie comparison more blatant uh moulin rouge where they actually do Mm -hmm. thing gentlemen or sorry diamonds are a girl's best friend Mm -hmm. which and 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 we'll get to it. I think once we're going through like sharper flats, but I prefer the Moulin Rouge. I I prefer Nicole Kidman's mm-hmm. version of uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, but at the same time, Nicole Kidman's character is a is an escort. She she's a courtesan, mm-hmm. and so it it kind of you know draws that comparison. Is Lorelai a little bit of a courtesan, and that's in that, in, the, in a sense that. In those times, in the fifties, a right. woman usually, you know, did not have sex with a man before she was married. This is a very sex-positive film. Mm-hmm. It is implied that Dorothy has sex with um, Piggy. Is it no, no, no? no, no Dorothy no. has sex with, with the- Oh Dorothy, um, yeah, the de- detective guy. And uh-huh. Not that Lorelai has sex with Piggy, but like Lorelai has had sex with Gus. You know, like. It is it is a very sex positive film, and maybe a woman that was more free with her sexuality back then was in line with being like a courtesan. Well, yeah,
0: and a lot of Dorothy's jokes are sex based, especially especially when she's like, "Let's bring all the U.S. Olympic team (laughs) in our bedroom for a party." Yeah, (laughs) yeah, what the fuck you you basically are just like the u.s olympic team is a basically a gangbang joke every time they're on screen yeah <laughs> and i was and i was and while watching it i was just like why are they wearing flesh colored trunks and i was like because they no, want they- them Mm-hmm. They want them to be as naked as possible, but they had mm-hmm. to pass the rating or haze coat or whatever it is at this time, and they mm-hmm. also had to add the black band around it to be like, no, no, these are trunks, but we're making them look naked.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. the Olympics were originally done, while, yeah, in the nude. So, huh? Well, Asia, I mean, yeah, there,
0: there was in the nude. I mean, those those Greeks. Didn't really wear cloaks, clothes. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. Every, you know, bodies are bodies. But I was just like, at first, I was just like, they're all in skin tone trunks. And then after a while, I was like, oh, they want them. We want, they were like, we're showing you buns, but mm-hmm. like, they're in trunks but look at
2: the bag yeah but
0: but look at the buns while they're doing handstands
1: yeah (laughs) or when she grabs one of the guys by the hair and pulls him down Uh
0: the guy with the bicep that she looks at i think i fell out of my i think i fell out of my chair when i saw him because i was just like oh god (laughs) God this or, this episode's also going to be so horny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I a cold shower after this one. I'm, I mean Marilyn Monroe, Jane Russell, the entire US Olympic team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like these women are gorgeous. Oh my god.
1: Oh yeah. Stunning.
0: As as two women and a gay man, these like we're in agreement oh, these, these women are
1: These women are stunning.
0: Are capital H-O-T hot like I was also reading that uh, Gwen Verdon who famously worked with Bob Fosse um, was hired to train uh, the women how to like walk and move and everything where they wanted to make Marilyn less sexy but Jade Russell more sexy Mm -hmm. like with her movements and things like that so this way they looked equal in a way Oh, and and watching the movie I'm like yeah they're both like flaunting like Marilyn is a little more of a flirt but I think that's character choice not yeah. anything else but yeah like she moves she's wearing like very revealing tight clothing which mm-hmm. ooh, that gold dress that gold dress yes
1: the gold <sighs> well I mean all the dresses we were talking about the costumes in general the costumes for this movie are flawless yeah
0: yeah and also I don't know if you picked up on this or if you really understood the sentiment behind it. Jane Russell in in the scene with the um uh crap. What's the name of that song again? Ain't ain't there anyone here for love? She's wearing pants. Women yeah. at the time, like it was shunned upon to wear pants. I think even on on vacation.
2: Fifties, yeah, right. It's supposed yeah. to be in like dresses and everything, pretty much.
0: Dresses, knee yeah. length or lower, yeah. Yeah. Like so, she's in pants on the boat, and she's—I think she's the only woman in pants on the boat. And that I was—I was shocked
1: because yeah, she's wearing uh, shorts too in another scene. It's like a bathing suit or something, right?
0: Yes, but that's a bathing yeah. suit. So oh, and it, she okay, had,
1: never mind.
2: And
0: she had a little nice little cover-up of that mesh yeah. and everything. That was a cute outfit too <laughs> my
1: favorite outfit in the entire film and I, I know this is not the the point of the podcast but I had to talk about it the lace dress with the veil that um, the yes. black one that Jane Russell wears mm. when they're looking at the moon oh yes it's like gone with the wind meets every dress fantasy I've ever had
0: <laughs> although the the one dress I I hated were the ballet dresses in gen uh uh Diamonds are a girl's best yes, friend that, that the-,
2: the it's on my list of boo I- <laughs> <laughs> me off oh my god and then with the the flower the- crowns
0: the flower crowns and the the mesh over their faces, I was like, guys, what are you doing what
2: happened mm-hmm. we had we were going so strong what happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had a lot of money and they just yeah. had to use what was left <laughs> i think i think that might have actually happened maybe who well, knows so in diamonds are a girl's best friend too marilyn was not supposed to wear the iconic pink dress yes was to, didn't you say like bandages
2: yeah like bandages of velvet or something it was like,
0: supposed to be like velvet and diamonds to represent <laughs> like bracelets and necklaces and all that and i yeah. the way that i envisioned it you know how like there's uh, there's some dis- jewelry displays. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the concept was.
1: Okay, that makes sense. But the- for some reason, the studio thought it was too sexy. Which, like, how? Like, I I can't envision that being more sexy. Sh- strips of cloth. I don't know. I,
0: did you see? Probably... Did you see the women as chandeliers? Yeah,
1: that's like, yeah. I, I pointed that out too. I was like, yeah. I mean, these women are just wearing like something to cover their titties and their booties, and that's it.
0: I wrote so 1950- nineteen fifty. I wrote nineteen fifties BDSM wear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And the fact that they are a chandelier. I mean.
0: And then the 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 other poor women that are in that column, like they're they're yeah. back to back holding up chandeliers. I was like, guys, <laughs> what are we doing in this scene?
1: <laughs> Imagine having to take another take. They're like, God damn it.
0: Fuck you guys! Put
1: it right! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shaking.
0: So, which version of Diamond, like in this movie? I know we said Nicole Kidman because she has a fuller voice, but do you, I mean, both uh, Dorothy and Lorelei sing, sing it. Which version did you like more?
1: So, for me, when Lorelai sings Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, and especially after this bitch said Myra Rose, like, I, I, I couldn't not hear it. I think that Marilyn Monroe did a, had a stronger p- part towards the end of the song. I think either she got more comfortable with it or mm. don't know what happened, but I think she kind of pulled it off at the end. And it is the show-stopping number. That being said, I prefer Jane Russell's rendition. Same. I just... I love her voice and I, I think
2: so Marilyn's you know she's very you know kind of flowy and sultry and then Jane Russell comes out with this big like distracting show-stopping number and I just think the shimmies probably yeah, got me and I don't 100%. know because my thing and I think I was telling Sapita this the pink dress i I dislike so much pink in that number because everything is black and red velvet. It's very glamorous. I would have loved to have seen Marilyn in something shimmery and white and shiny, like a diamond, you know, something silver.
0: It also you know didn't I mean? look like it fit right.
2: No, yeah, it, 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 it was like, wrinkled. Yeah, it looked kind of frumpy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I mean, I know she's, she was an hourglass figure. Mm-hmm. She was buxom, we'll say that. She was, bux, mm-hmm. she was a bu- buxom woman. So, but like, the, the 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 boobies area, you know, the chest, didn't look right compared to the rest of it. And I was just like, with a giant bow on her ass, I was like, guys, I know it's iconic. I get it. But like, we could have done a little better.
1: Yeah, I think there's some portions of that scene where the dress holds up you know specifically the one I'm thinking of is when she towards the end when she raises her arms up and there's a spotlight on her mm-hmm. In if you ask me they made that dress just to take a picture of that scene they just right. wanted a movie still and then to move on
0: yes because they were like this is the the number of the movie and the show and everything so mm-hmm. we need to like throw money at it but it didn't feel like it was the right amount of money <laughs> Yeah. Especially with that role. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I uh, while talking about this, I just came to the realization that I think even Moulin Rouge was inspired by Jane Russell's performance and her costume because Satine wears something similar to that.
1: But she has a bow, doesn't she? Doesn't yeah, she have a bow? A...
0: No, she's wearing oh. that frit that she's wearing something Glittery and sparkly and fr- and has fringe on it. It's the fringe that's throwing me. Oh,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no bow. It's uh, oh.
0: You're thinking of yeah, yeah. Mar- well, Marilyn's I- dress.
2: It's a lot of fringe. Oh, yeah. Why did I think there was no? A- but you're totally right. I think it is inspired by it because the similarities are pretty uncanny, actually. Yes.
0: So I was just like you know what, we'll do a side-by-side, a vote and and the tens of people who like to in, engage in my Instagram will <laughs> vote. <laughs> yeah, who, who did it?
1: Who wore better? Who oh, did it? Better? Yes,
0: who did it? I mean, well, I I agree with you a, hundred, a thousand percent on every single aspect of it, that for me, it goes Nicole Kidman, but she's obviously not in this movie, so mm-hmm. she's off the list, but it's oh. Jane Russell. Jane Russell's voice, but Marilyn's Her movements.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. Because she doesn't,
0: it's not real, it's it's choreographed, but it's not a lot of like a five, six, seven, eight dance kicks and everything.
2: I don't know, just her flow is awesome. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just Marilyn's timbre that just in the song, I just can't unhear Moira Rose.
0: (laughs) Now I have to re listen to it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Please
2: do.
0: A kiss on a hand, David. (laughs) That's
3: exactly what you said.
0: oh my goodness um uh, last question would you carry your tiara around with you if you had uh on on the ship
1: oh no no dude not <laughs> unless it was attached to my head like screwed on no yeah
0: that moment like i mean you can I know- tell that
1: tiara's fake too like it is some cheap <laughs> all of it
0: uh, Mrs. Piggy, whatever, or Countess Piggy, or, or Duchess, whatever. She was. <laughs> the the Jew ju- that she was wearing costume jewelry, like mm-hmm. it was so fake. But like Marilyn also sold it when she mm-hmm. put that tiara on, and you just saw her eyes like go wide and gl- like she's giving gr- a great performance in this mm-hmm. movie.
3: Yeah, yeah, and okay.
0: yeah. and she's hilarious in that. <laughs> when she tries to sneak out the window
3: oh uh, yeah uh, she's, she's doing, doing
0: the... the measuring the window with her hand yeah. and then measuring her hips but then she gets stuck like that is that was hilarious
2: yeah with the blanket and the yeah what
0: you...
2: hurry up the, <laughs> yeah the kid
0: the kid oh, i was also wondering do we th- I, when she does the sick voice when she drops it like i was w- wondering if that maybe that's her real voice like I had, I had a moment oh. of like Fran Drescher in the nanny. Like she put, mm-hmm. she put on a voice mm-hmm. a little bit. Maybe, and, but like,
3: maybe.
2: maybe it's closer. Yeah, maybe she doesn't talk bre- actually breathy like all the time. Maybe she did have a normal.
0: Yeah. I mean, po- like obviously we're podcasters, so we're throwing <laughs> things yeah, we're out just there, throwing
2: everything in the wall. <laughs> yeah.
0: speculations. Yeah. But it's just like was it her real voice also what the fuck was up with that trial at the end there where they're like now give me the tiara and i'm gonna hand it to you and it's you i was just like
2: thank you thank you i like, think it was just
1: supposed to be fucking ridiculous i mean i would love to see a court case like that would you get you already we watched the johnny depp court case that that's was true <laughs> I guess <laughs> it was pretty close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> part part of me though wished that it was under the hat, not in the briefcase.
3: Oh. You know what
0: I mean? Like cuz he was oh, wa- cuz that yeah. character Piggy was wearing like a cowboy hat for whatever reason, and I was hoping like it would take Amos. it off yeah. and his what? did
2: he change his name? He changed his name, oh right? yeah Is that he... Why he had the cowboy hat? He's like, oh, "I'm Amos." So, oh yeah, he was
0: yeah. he was in character or whatever. <laughs> Oh my goodness
1: get away with it my thing is like why let her take the fall why don't you just say i stole it back
0: or i gave it like he no, did he wasn't to
1: gonna her. tell his wife that he gave it to her can you imagine the alimony payment after that true Ooh.
0: true and she's like an a, a duchess or something
1: i mean she's a diamond mine whatever she is mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> look at all the fake costume jewelry on her yeah, yeah. <laughs> i also really loved like in this scene uh at dinner or whatever when uh marilyn first puts the tiara on afterwards she puts on one of her bengal bracelets oh yeah, and yeah, has, yeah the... like a little tennis bracelet around and be like "Ooh, look at me!" <laughs> like,
1: okay. like i'm just trying something
0: like i know a lot of her lines or to prove that she's a smart dumb blonde and everything but Mm -hmm. like she played it so well uh
1: really did again if you're a Marilyn monroe hater give her a chance man watch this film because
0: i I mean well okay so which one of you is more of a Marilyn monroe like aficionado
2: sapita probably yeah yeah
0: would this be the one that you recommend for everyone for her or is there a different movie that you so, would recommend?
1: Seven not not even seven year itch. No, I think seven year itch is iconic but it's mostly the um I mean it, it's it's a man's movie, right? It's not really she's she's the kind of dumb neighbor that that's that's in seven year itch. I think this one is a really good one to watch. I think another one, which is another female-led ensemble cast, is How to Marry a Millionaire, and it has um, Humphrey Bogart's wife Lauren Bacall <gasps> in it too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and and again, same type of comedy. So like the quick little like the 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 quick jabs, the quick jokes, the uh, sarcastic comedy. Um, highly recommend that one too. In that movie, Marilyn Monroe. Um also plays someone who's trying to be a gold digger she's she she's trying to find a rich husband, but she's um she's kind of blind she needs these thick ass glasses but of course she has to be this beautiful woman without glasses, so she takes them off so it's a it's a lot of physical comedy for oh, me oh
0: my god, that's amazing
1: yeah highly recommend that one
0: or a double featured this and that one
1: yeah let's do a double featured Two films with female led mm-hmm. ensembles, you get it,
0: and like I know it was the screenplay was by a man, it was directed by a man. the music and lyrics were by a man, but like you we have to remember the the character was created by a woman.
3: Mm-hmm. so I
0: think that's why this movie is so progressive in a way, because a woman wrote this character who understands, and i and I saw that she also helped write the stage version. Mm-hmm. that this is based off of. So I feel like she may have also had a hand in the movie if she was alive. I don't know. I don't want to ju- I don't want to say <laughs> yeah. say any more speculation than that, but it was just like clearly these women are very strong characters because a mm-hmm. woman wrote it and and these uh these actresses understood the psychology of these characters because mm-hmm. a woman created them. Yeah. Not to say that, you know, that always has to happen, but, like, I feel like a a lot of these conversations that I have with people about female-led movies that are written by women and or /or directed by women, it's, like, stronger than if a man originated the character and everything.
2: We were trying to tell a story that's not your... How could a man... I mean, a man only knows a woman's, like, gold-digging from his perspective, and so... That's why Marilyn's character is likable. I think if a man created that character, she probably would appear a lot more vapid or a lot less intelligent. Mm-hmm. And she'd
0: wear clothes. a lot less clothing. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah,
2: and from a woman's side, she's like, I'm going to come off dumb because she even says, like, I can be smart when necessary, but men tend to not like
1: it. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, she actually came up with that line. She recommended oh, it. Did? I didn't
2: yeah. know that. Oh, see, but like,
0: and it's still happening today, like
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. men tend to not like smart women yeah. you know this
0: is this is six almost sixty years ago, no, seventy years ago, this movie oh, next hurt. next it year, hurt. this movie turns seventy, Ugh. but yeah, sorry, uh but like seventy years later, we're still mm-hmm. uh, there's still the fight like, yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, uh, you know what you said about the screenplay being written by a woman? So, I just looked up How to Marry a Millionaire because I was just curious. It was, the screenplay was written by a man and it was directed by a man, but it's based off of two books by, by two women. By women.
0: Yep. That's of course. why it
1: works. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Do we have anything else we want to say before we get into Sharp and Flat? Oh, I got
2: right. Yeah. got my notes. I'm ready to do this.
0: Alright, mm-hmm. let's do it! Sharp, sharp. Flat so in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp, and if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Do we want to end on? I mean, I've been ending a lot of these on a high note. Do we want to just start with flats and get it over with? Because I didn't yeah. really have a lot of flats in this movie. Because yeah. um, I was thorough. I thoroughly in, enjoyed this movie. I was having so much fun watching it, and it was there were the my flats. So. My first one is Lorelai calling Gus daddy. I was just like, cause it was too many times. I feel like if it was like three or four times, not in the same scene, fine. Mm-hmm. But back to back to back daddies. I was just like, Oh, this feels a little weird and possessive. My last flat is using women as set dressing in diamonds are a girl's best friend. Because like we have these two very strong women and, like, yes, we already sexualized men in that that pool scene, but, like, sexualize men more, because this isn't... Yes.
1: Love it. Love it. Yes. Let's let's sexualize men more in general. I mean... Or... Kim, uh, Chris, you know, what? No? No, I was just gonna see who you want to sexualize. I was just waiting for you Idris to... Idris Elba. Let's just...
0: <laughs> or, just cut the women as set dressing entirely. Right. Like... We like didn't need it.
1: We needed it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was too much anyway. I feel like that scene was That was a male directing choice. It yes. was. Yeah. Also yes. that's all. Someone took like what? Craft paper and car- hearts out of that. Like what the fuck was that? I'm trying to get you. <laughs> Yeah. No. Oh,
0: <laughs> hearts at the be- Yeah. Oh my god. That was But like yeah. I I tried to find other things that I was like eh, about but like it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. of a flat of things that to be a flat for me mm-hmm. um so Lindsay, it looks like you're ready chomping at the bit to she say what that.
3: you <laughs> i do
2: and i feel like i'm gonna like create arguments i like this i love this movie but there are some flats for me that's so, that's okay pluralize overuse of the the phrase ever so is an extreme flat for me she says ever so about 42 times approximately
1: approximately and, <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> and
2: it's <laughs> aggravates. She goes, "Oh, well, thank you ever so." Oh, ever I so see what, what you mean. Ever so what? Just say thank you. What do you need to ever so for? Oh,
0: I th- I think I think it it sounds sexier for her to say ever so than like thank you so much.
2: Yeah,
0: sure, as much but- as a is a is a weird word. Yeah.
2: So yeah, sure,
1: and fine. Ever, but-
0: ever so, like it's it's nicer with her
1: voice sexier 42 times and i i should go back and
2: ever so count but uh, (laughs) so that was for sure a flat for me but um i will also say for me another flat was and i'm ready to answer questions i'm not a huge fan of the number when love goes wrong i'm not and to me and this is why that song, I feel like the, the Lady Scorned song is very popular in Hollywood film. And my favorite Lady Scorned song is Love You Didn't Do Right By Me. Um, what that, that's White Christmas, Rosemary Clooney. Oh, I, saw, I seen that. Yet. And
0: that oh, right.
3: is,
2: it's so simple and classic. And Rosemary's voice is beautiful. And just it captures that like love has gone wrong. I am upset. This one feels more like it when felt
0: weird.
2: Gene Kelly singing it when he's in a, an American in Paris. It has that vibe, but they're trying to sing about something as serious as like Rosemary's song. So to me, it just it's like oil and water. They should have leaned more towards one way or the other, and that's why it's flat for me.
0: So- and I sh- and this is a good moment because I forgot to mention this earlier. So there are three songs written by a different team of people. Ain't there anyone here for love? down boy which i don't remember that song it's
1: not in there it oh. was written
2: yeah. like, it was written for the film and never released into Great. the film.
0: and then when love goes wrong were written by hoagie carmichael and harold adamson and you can tell that they're like very they're different, different songs yeah i mean yeah. ain't there anyone here for love kind of fits it it makes sense with everything the when love goes wrong though i was just like this is weird i don't understand what you're trying to say when the ensemble joins in
2: yeah and they're going wee wee in the back so...
0: <laughs> i was like I literally... okay
1: i like that song. yeah let's hear why it's sharp for okay you. so it's i really no no, no yeah yeah <laughs> i like that song however yeah it, it feels a little like a little racist a little insensitive at times however I feel like the purpose of the song and the the reason it kind of starts off kind of solemn and then it it turns into a more joyful-esque, like, more upbeat, I guess, version of it is, you know, when you have good friends, you can get through the hard times Mm. together. So for me, it was more Mm. about, like, the camaraderie between the girls and the friendship that they have is going to help them move forward even though they're you know they have no money left. You know, they, they can only afford one coffee at this coffee shop because they spend all the rest of the money shopping. And I uh, think
0: they've returned all the clothes because they only had their suitcases and yeah. not the bags of like yeah. from the from the couture shop. I mean I don't want to knock their singing of the song because they yeah. were fine with it. It's oh, yeah. just like yeah. I don't under I Lindsay I agree with you. I don't understand why it fits into this movie. I don't understand what you're trying to say with this song. Um Sapita, I can see your point about the uh like them bonding and being like, girl, we gotta get through this, you know, move on to the next thing. We gotta find a job, we gotta or go back home or whatever. I feel like it could have been done with a better song or a different song.
1: Sure, yeah. But I think you're wrong. You guys are both okay. wrong. So whatever.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm just one though, so <laughs> lindsey do you have any other flats
1: honestly those are the big ones that i you did mention one when we were watching the movie when um lorelei kisses gus you get this like oh be it that i'm sorry
2: that's it. okay <laughs> this is extremely flat for me every time lorelei kisses gus there's this like boing <laughs> noise and oh i'm
0: like we get it she's hot
2: right i'm like this is is there
1: novocaine in your lipstick like, why is this, it just,
2: I, I don't know. And I'm all for like low brow humor. I'm not, I'm not above that, but it just doesn't feel
0: right here. That, that was the men involved in this movie adding.
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, we get it. She's hot, man. You could do it once, but like, it happens more than once And I just, meh.
0: All right. Cepeda, do you have any?
1: My thing, and this is the only flat that I really have that. People are gonna come for me for this. I'm you're gonna get a lot of hate mail right now. I hate the 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 music in the beginning of old movies where it takes forty-five minutes just to get to the first scene of the film because they're going through, you know, giving people credit for their work on the yes, film, you yes. mean? Yeah, I I'd like the credit to be at the end where I can ignore it. Because <laughs> as fucked up as that sounds, I don't wanna listen to this like Melodic
0: overture, yeah,
1: yeah. I love the overture, I Casablanca, this movie, all of them, where they
0: basic they basically hit you over the head with diamonds are a girl's best friend, but only music.
1: Yeah, and I, it, no, I okay. I want to get right into the film. Okay, you're gonna get a lot but, of hate,
0: but film. that that seems like though it's not specific to this movie. It's, it's just your film.
1: Yeah, no, it they. It's, it's just, that's me. I always kind of fast forward through it to the beginning. She was just like, no, I like this. I, was like, oh. <laughs> I just sat through it. <laughs> I'm appreciative of the
2: fine arts, man. You, yeah. you like the boy-yo-yoing noises and I like the oh. orchestral assembly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, for me also, the flats are like, so the no, 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 no's in the Diamonds of a Girl's Best Friend.
2: Yes. It's
1: just because it, it just feels off. Like, it's not her voice and it's very obviously not her mm-hmm. voice. Also the um the very obviously fake props during that number. So the the paper hearts mm-hmm. or I think it was supposed to be those, you know, the black kind of Yeah, velvet what velvet
0: were those? Shirt.
2: Her original costume, maybe.
0: Uh, yeah, Who that's knows?
1: what I said. I was like, are, is that her original costume? I don't know. Oh but my it, God. Just, it, it makes no sense and it's not explained. And I just- They don't even look good. It looks like a bedazzle or Someone hot glued some cheap- So fucking cheap, yeah. I was
0: like, are you going to whip her with those or something? What's happening? Like, they look like something, like they're dangling and then yeah. they they could be used as a weapon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I also don't like- um, the detective's eyelashes, but that's just cause I'm a jealous bitch. I didn't so, notice them. He's got very long eyelashes. Like just unnaturally, especially the bottom eyelashes. It was it's distracting.
0: Maybe they're fake.
1: No, no they're not, because I, I look up I looked him up in other movies. And like he just he looks like that. He's got like these beautiful eyelashes. So that's flat for you? It's just I'm just being a salty broad. <laughs>
0: way to plug it in the
1: podcast yeah
0: (laughs) um all right let's get this i'm gonna do sharp my sharps now um my first sharp is for marilyn monroe and jane russell they did a fantastic amazing job with everything um i also am sharpening their characters being two very strong and independent women yes marilyn monroe is boy crazy But that's, like, a side effect for her wanting money or jewels or something. Yeah,
1: is she boy crazy or is she diamond crazy? She's,
0: yes. Mm. And, like, and like obviously, Dorothy is just, like, I want to fuck. And that's it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, I don't need a relationship. Yes, they both get married at the end because that's Hollywood and they have to have a fucking ending like that. But, like, Dorothy's just, like, you want to go to Poundtown? Let's go to Poundtown i also i sharped ain't anyone here for love that whole song was great and then my last sharp is dorothy playing lorelei at the trial that was so funny like so funny and i i hope marilyn laughed her ass off too at that you know what i mean yeah. Like like she's kind of making fun of her, but also in a very respectful way. Okay, let's keep the same order. Lindsay. Sharps.
2: Okay, so I agree with all your sharps, so I don't need to like rehash them. Great. Right. Um I will say that is anyone here for love, that was on all caps because <laughs> it was captivating, you know? Um Buns. <laughs> and I like I also sharped Bye Bye Baby mm-hmm. and that's just because the harmonies are chef's kiss yep. very on point and I put that Dorothy is uh, a total badass in that number I mean she's just like shooing these men off and like you know I don't know she's
1: dominating the she's room dominating
2: yeah totally and then I love that it's a total juxtaposition of it sets the stage for like Lorelai and for Dorothy because Dorothy has this like loud and proud. I'm here to fuck. I'm here to do whatever. And then when, and it's almost comical when you really think about it. Cause Lorelai is supposed to be the one who's like, I'm here. I'm going to be good. But when she's singing, you're like, I'm straight, but now I'm questioning things.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I mean? Because the way she, she's just mm-hmm. so sultry mm-hmm. and she's, she's singing to Gus. Like she's going to be good. I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> and it just, it kind of is like foreshadowing, but it's like comical. I just love everything about that number. Um, so I sharped that one. I sharped uh, Marilyn's burglar outfit. So when she gets stuck in the pothole, I have a power suit with the like super diamond pendant. I it's just
0: flashy it. as hell. And then, and then she,
2: I would never wear it, but
0: it's she beautiful. also had these weird strips of fabric at her hips going down, which I think yeah. was like a, a a design choice for like that time period of like gowns, evening wear and mm-hmm. everything.
2: And then um, I also sharped another outfit. So I sharped their dinner outfits. Mm-hmm. So the orange dress and the, um, the black gold let Yes. Just, uh, no, it's black oh. with, no, I don't think it's gold. When it's when they go to dinner and um, Piggy they, sees yeah. Marilyn and he's oh, like, yes. Like coming down the stairs, those dresses, I mean, I get why everybody would have turned their heads because on both of them those dresses look stunning.
0: Wait, wait. No, not
1: on. not when Piggy sees them. When Piggy sees them um No, no.
0: I I'm them. I'm having another moment of, of clarity. Hold on.
1: The gold dress you only see from behind when she's dancing with Piggy.
0: Right, but isn't the gold dress an iconic another iconic photo of her? Of I Marilyn mean, Monroe. It's a or...
2: photo. Yeah, it's a photo, her but I mean, her silhouette looks stunning in that dress. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. You only see it from behind.
0: No, oh, no, it's not. It's not this dress. It's not the one with the plunging neckline. No. Yeah, that's
2: iconic, though.
0: But that—that that was the one that I had I in was mind.
2: Of this scene right here with the orange dress and then the
1: yes. black
0: skin. So here's yes.
1: thing. the thing: dress that you just showed—that was supposed to be the dress for gentlemen for blondes, but it was too sexy. That's why they only showed it from behind. Ah oh! number together so much better, yeah, cause you can see this is the scene, yeah, where she's dancing, and yeah she looks great. yeah, <laughs> but you only see it from behind, yeah,
0: that's that dress that we're talking that, that I was that, just yes. showed you guys, yeah, that I will probably do on the socials at some point, yeah, because maybe
1: you, you don't maybe. even see the front, yeah, all you see is the back of that dress.
0: you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm gonna keep this tab and we're gonna move on, okay. uh yeah. any other sharps, Lindsay?
1: No, I'm going mean, keep going, but I'm good. Yeah, so bye-bye, baby. Uh, I'm going to agree. Like, I just, I love, the and the fact that, you know, Laura like turns it around, kind mm-hmm. of, because he's worried about her doing something, but she kind of turns it around on him and says, you know, you can be a naughty boy sometimes. Like, you know, yes. very strategic. Very, very, I love the opening number, though. You know, two little girls from, like, we're just two little girls from Little Rock. I have it on a playlist like a I have a movie music playlist and that is on there. I just I don't know what it is about that song. I just I I love that song. Um one of the other things and you guys kind of touched on um most of them um I really like how the relationship builds for um for Dorothy. And you know, at the trial when she's talking about when she, when she's pretending to be Lorelei, uh but she's talking about how she really likes this guy, um, and in like in an instant, he just like kind of switches and says, mm-hmm. I, "I have nothing else to say." I quit. Yeah, <laughs> I quit.
0: He's like, but, he's like, I understand what you're saying in your very subtle code. Yeah, right yeah, now,
1: super subtle, but
0: so subtle.
1: I, this entire movie. Is sharp for me. Like even though there's a couple of questionable moments, so this was the first Marilyn Monroe film I had ever seen. a gateway drug, and I think that's why <laughs> I really do like her as an actress, and and especially as a comedic actress because the entire scene of them, uh, or I guess the multiple scenes of them trying to find the uh, photos. That were taken. uh, Oh my
0: god. That was so funny.
1: Yeah. Starting with Marilyn getting stuck in the porthole. And then having to have laryngitis when Piggy comes. (laughs) um, And then moving into like. Them trying to get the detective to strip. Like that entire sequence really shows how funny she is mm-hmm.
0: i i did write down um the porters of that ship must have seen things
1: yeah. <laughs> like like
0: that that porter comes in and he's just like oh goodness. i'm gonna walk away now and yeah. i was just like you sir have seen a lot yeah. and this yeah. is probably like one of the tamest things you've seen
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean like when the detective takes the the drink of that's like equal parts gin, whiskey, mm-hmm. vodka, and... It's, it's or like, a,
0: like a Long Island, I guess, tea, kind of, in a way.
1: But, like, with, with, with no Coke and... Yeah, yeah.
2: And
0: bitters. No
1: and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and bitters. But he's like, what are you two girls made of? And mm-hmm. that quote, I think, kind of makes the entire movie. Because these girls are made of some strong stuff.
0: Right, and then also uh when they were trying to get the pants off and marilyn monroe was like i got this and jane russell went no no we got this yeah. like all of a sudden they were in sync and everything mm-hmm. and they oh oopsies i'm pouring this whole pitcher of water on your pants right now um the glass is gone i'm still pouring it like yeah. it's yeah. so funny mm-hmm. I, oh oh we could do like a whole series or a whole podcast just about this one movie <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean we
1: could do like a marilyn monroe series
0: oh maybe maybe for your next one who knows uh would you add any of this uh, any more sharps anyone anyone last call for sharps flats no naturals no uh would would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist sapita you already kind of answered this one so why don't you continue
1: i mean yeah uh, just two little girls from little rock is like on one of my playlists but i mean anyone here for love is like on my playlist. like it my I've been in the playlist. gym
2: before, and I've thought those thoughts. Then I don't go to the table, but I think those <laughs>
1: <thoughts>. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think those are the big ones for me. And, you know, Diamonds Are our, our Girl's Best Friend is just so iconic, I think, that even though I prefer the Marilyn Monroe – sorry, the Moulin Rouge version of it, mm-hmm. I think it it kind of started that that idea. So I got to add it to it. I think so, again
2: – it, is anybody here for love and maybe maybe I'd have to figure out how but bye bye baby if I was just like looking for a Ooh. bunch of news on a ship and I don't know I I could work it in there but I'd probably for me mostly the only one on here ain't there anyone looking for love
0: I, I'm gonna agree with ain't, ain't, uh, ain't there anyone here for love hmm this is going to sound weird. Oh god. I think I also want to add When Love Goes Wrong mm-hmm. because without the visuals, well just mm-hmm. listening to it,
3: mm-hmm. I
0: think it's I think it's a good song. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: they and like I uh they do complement each other very well vocally uh in that song. Um and then I think I'm going to do the Diamonds Are Girl's best friend reprise because
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: because even like it, it, if you just listen to it, it is so funny because, like, she's clearly like, like I'm no longer playing Lorelei. I'm now really? me. Look yeah. at me. <laughs> so
1: we love a little bit of drama, and I, that that is all drama.
0: That is not just a little bit. That's that's a whole <laughs> lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. That's that's in your face. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Lindsay sepita we're done with the episode. We done did it. <gasps> I know, exactly. I know. We could talk for hours more, but like nobody's gonna listen to this episode if it's seven hours long. That's oh. true. But you know
1: what you guys should do? You should check out Gentlemen Prefer Blondes because mm-hmm. Yes. It'll take yes. you by surprise. Yes. Uh
0: do you have anything else you would like to plug or promote?
1: Uh maybe like this podcast that we kind of work on sometimes. That you uh-huh. work on. I just show up.
0: Sapita <laughs> <laughs> does all the work, clearly.
1: She <laughs> <laughs> but she's the blonde, so uh, it works.
2: Yeah, so plug it. Do your yeah, job. Oh, fuck, plug it. For fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> we are the Two Salty Broads podcast. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok, God help us. Um, we are streaming on all of your local...
0: wherever you're listening to this basically yeah
1: wherever you're listening to this you'll probably also find us Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) socials will be somewhere
1: (laughs) yeah just you know what look up salty maybe we'll show up maybe you think we're that popular salty
2: broad at two salty broad on twitter it's at two salty broads one because someone (laughs) someone someone that is so rude rude like we're gonna find them and i don't know sass them no, you know what we should do? Like, you know how you kill snails by putting salt on them?
3: We can Ooh.
0: The you so you're
1: going to pour salt on them and leave them there. I think you can mummify someone like that. So oh, careful. Can you? You should... Yeah. Oh. So, oh. so
0: you're going to assault someone?
1: Oh. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I'm keeping this in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> And if you want to, I don't know. Talk more about this movie with me? You can. You can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Do you want to send hate mail to Lindsay and Sapita?
3: Yeah. With anything that it. they said,
0: any controversial topics that they brought up? We can. <laughs> and if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, well, we're going to be talking about Hamilton. Hell oh. yeah. On, Wait, disney plus, on disney plus everyone
1: is on disney is it still on disney plus yeah.
0: yes the yes the only
1: way that a poor person like me can watch it <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's probably something on youtube maybe i don't know
1: yeah it's got shaky cam footage and then like <laughs> watches they put their phone down yeah
0: it, it's only on one side of the stage the whole time and you're yeah, like yeah. There's nothing over here.
1: (laughs) And some guy has to get up and go to the bathroom and you see his ass for like Uh, 12 minutes.
0: But then you get to judge the ass. So that's great. Uh,
1: And that's also Hamilton. You get uh, to judge the ass.
0: (laughs) Thank you both for coming back on. This has been been so much fun. And I'm so happy. Like, I haven't seen this movie before. I'm always... I always love watching new things because that it's so fresh eyes i have no emotional attachment to it so i could say whatever i want but like Mm. this was hilarious this was fun Mm. and if you've listened to this whole episode and still haven't seen the movie what the hell's wrong with you
1: yeah (laughs) true get on it get on it and then watch hamilton and listen to next week's podcast
0: yeah, the next episode. Yes. Uh well Lindsay and well, Sapita. okay, it's
1: next not next week, right? Not you, next you, week
0: it's a bi-weekly, so I don't know when I don't remember when this is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh but Lindsay and Sapita, thank you so much for coming back on. Obviously, we'll have you back on again. I think we're I think we said we're gonna do more Marilyn. I'm here for it. Or if you want to pick something else entirely, I'm here for it too.
1: Well, I, I know that we had briefly talked about White Christmas and I still have not seen it. I think it's been done. I oh, has it been done?
0: Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And bye for now.
1: Bye! bye. Thanks, for, thanks for having us.
0: Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.